1: Really know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help!
0: <laughs> We're, We're twenty, 20 whatever.
1: whatever. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to twenty whatever. We are here, you guys. I can't believe it. And this set, the set. I so, we, now, let's
0: take a moment yeah, for the set.
1: Let's take a moment, audio listeners. You might want to go check this out on YouTube because. Yeah. This set (laughs) As Ryan says Get into the detail
0: Get into the detail Jess
1: did All of this This was like Jess's idea From conception To execution Yes And I just It feels like a real podcast Not like we're in The spare bedroom In my house Right Nope Yeah This is a set baby Like this Yeah
0: This is a podcast set
1: And we are now Officially 20 whatever As of this episode (gasps) Oh my gosh Lady snaps Snaps
0: yeah, this is crazy. Like, this is happening right now.
1: Yeah. And it's been, well, I think this episode, we just kind of want to talk about, like, how we got here because now it's been six months since we first decided that this is something we want to do. Oh and now gosh, we're actually six here. Months. Six months? I don't even think I realized that. It's end of June, and we did that trip in December. Wow. Wow. Which, by the way, we need to go back. <laughs> yeah. We should go back this December as, like, not only a fun trip for, like, the team, but also, like, the one year anniversary of, like, Decided to do this. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree.
0: Oh, I'm a cry. I know,
1: and I want to know how did how did we even get here? Because I will get into it later, but was Ryan's plus one, so I wasn't necessarily scheduled in the mix, right? <laughs> and right. now you're here, <laughs> and now I'm here. So how how did we get here, ladies?
0: For those who don't know, I run the confident kind, like Instagram and the brand and all of that stuff, and. Sarah was like, we're doing this retreat. It's going to be fun for everybody on the team. And she was like, bring a plus one. And I was like, period. I'm going to bring a man. <laughs> That's <laughs> where I went wrong. that man did not come. Exactly. That's where I went wrong and um, And <laughs> the man did not come. And I was like, hey, P, you're trying to trying to roll through like
1: like yeah i'm available yeah like i'm <laughs> like i don't I think
0: this is just like for funsies but like you can come and like hang out and then we rode up to big bear and had a great time with the team
1: yeah and we basically you know we're, we're doing some work stuff but really that trip was about like team bonding right. hanging out we spent a lot of time just talking yeah hmm. not even about work stuff but just life stuff because we have this team That is almost entirely female except for Steven and Mario. Right. (laughs) Who most of us are in our 20s. -hmm. And we all kind of were having these life talks about what it's like being in your 20s. The different stages that we're all in. And how we're kind of navigating these same issues through our different perspectives. And we're having these amazing, like hour long talks in the jacuzzi at the right. lunch table, like just in our pajamas over coffee. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how it started. You know, like you have dinner, right? And then all of a sudden, people start leaving the table, and then everyone starts scooting to one edge of the table. Right. And right. then we start, and then the wine starts flowing, and then the girls are just <laughs> talking. Like, oh my goodness, the girls are ins- girling, and the girls are girling, <laughs> and we're being loud because obviously wine's flowing, and we're just like in that insecurity. I mean, that's how we bond. I feel like, yeah, and um. Getting to know each other and just knowing Mm -hmm. what our dreams, hopes, and fears, we kind of got to that point. Yeah, um, yeah. Right after dinner, you know. Yeah. And so we're having all these great talks. And uh, I think it was on the second night. I was in the shower. And Steven comes in and he's like, I I have to talk to you right now because this is the only second I'm going to get alone with you. And I was like literally washing my hair. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, tell me. (laughs) And he's like, I think you should bring back the podcast Sierra Unfiltered with Ryan and Paloma. Or you should just give it to them if you don't want to do it. I don't even think I told you guys that second part ever. Um, no. no. That he told me I should. He was like, if he straight up told me, <laughs> if you don't want to do it, if you feel like you are done with the podcast, you should give it to them because we have this I'm audience being, there right. who is hungry for this content of exactly what we were doing at that table. Mm-hmm. Right. Just sitting and talking about life and these things that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And Stephen was like, there's this audience who wants that. And whatever there is between the three of you is magic. And it was like this light bulb moment. And Steven is not usually, I I feel like that blunt. Like he's very like, oh, you know, maybe bring back the podcast. That would be fun. But for him to be so forward at like, you have to do something with Ryan and Paloma. Because this can't end here. (laughs) So <laughs> hearing it
0: all over again is like
1: giving me goosebumps. I know. You know I, I mean? and, and it takes you back to like that moment, you know, when we'll, we'll get there. But it, that's so cool and special to hear like an outsider, like not Stephen's not even here with us, the three of us chatting right now. Yeah. But he right. like saw L- that. And
0: like overheard and like saw us like interacting and was like, this is something. Magic. I don't know what this is, but it's something. Sierra
1: is mid rinsing and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, especially because I had just decided a couple months earlier that I really wanted to scale back work in 2022 spend more time with grace and all of a sudden I'm like okay is this a project I want to take on let me let me talk to Jess because Jess being my producer is like the the woman behind everything I do so I go to Jess and I'm like hey I know we've got a really busy schedule I'd love to just pull you for a second and like get your thoughts on this and so I pull Jess aside and I'm talking to her about it I'm telling her this and she immediately is like first of all I got really nervous when you said you wanted to talk to me alone because I thought you were going to fire me. <laughs> and I'm like, literally never. Right. Um, and she was like, and second of all, I cannot agree more. Like there is something here. Aww. And I just, I, I love what the three of us have and like the, the way that we talk. I, I love the conversations we have off camera. But also like you two as people, I have never met two people that I think are so deserving of a platform. Sierra I mean it I mean it I'm just like first episode she's gonna get me crying oh, right oh like, my gosh I just I think you two are such amazing people and you have such um, an amazing way with words and you're so funny and fun and well-spoken and I'm just like <laughs> how do I get I have this amazing platform this gift I've been given by my audience and the algorithm gods of like <laughs> right. some for some reason people want to watch my shit and i no one who I how do I get you guys in front of that camera because you deserve it and people you have so much to say and I want people to hear it
0: I feel really um honored that you think that and like the people around you think that because that's how I feel about you like I'm like Sierra's out here doing the damn thing like <laughs> truly like honestly
1: like I'm the plus one on the trip I'm meeting you for the first time I'm like this lady is incredible are you right. kidding me I'm like she's just a bundle of joy and just your presence and me I-, I want everyone to meet you in person so I can be like do you understand that she's like a lo- <laughs> like she'd be out here she's an actual light of joy like you see her there's like rays I'm this no, is, right. this is no joke. y'all know no, the cat. sun you know, you know you know the sun <laughs> the stars that's her yeah and but that's when you guys met yes, yes. Uh, okay we yeah so this was the first time paloma and i had met <laughs> ryan and i had known each other for like almost a decade yeah like we've known each because we did we met doing Lane's i think it's together. a decade this year yeah because it was when we were 16 something like that yeah yeah so we met doing community theater became friends through that show and then ryan moved to new york and so when i would go to new york i would be like hey ryan want to hang out and you were also a photographer so i'd be like yeah. want to do some instagram photos for me and we'd just, like, hire you for a day shoot, and then we'd, like, go out and drink. Yep. And it was great.
0: Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. yep.
1: Um, And so, I, Ryan and I stayed in touch through all that. Then when we were looking to expand the team for confident and kind, I was like, Ryan, like, you're so good at that stuff. So, you started doing that working remote, and then whenever mm-hmm. you would come down here, we would hang out and work in person. Yep. Um, But Paloma, I had never met. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew so much about her from you because right. they're roommates and they're, they, you guys have been best friends for forever. Yeah. yeah. And we also just doing theater in San Diego. Mm-hmm. We had so many mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we found out now later that we actually went to the same high school. So And graduated. The, we walked at the <coughs> same graduation. What? That is
0: crazy. <laughs> like, what a small world. How, right.
1: how did we graduate the same? Like, that's just crazy. And like, <laughs> part of me is mad that we didn't meet earlier because like, I love you so much. <laughs> and like, even just in the past six months, we've gotten so close. But also, I'm like... I feel like everything happened the way it happened for a reason. For sure. Like, Like, meeting at Big Bear on that trip and just, like, all of us immediately being like, this is so awesome. Yeah. I was, like, I think there was something special in that. Yeah, and going back to
0: Big Bear and, like, Jess being freaked out that you wanted to talk to her, when you were like, we want to talk to you guys, Paloma was like, what are we doing? And I was like, I literally do not know. Like, I... I
1: I'm her plus one, like I'm like <laughs> I'm like I, I don't if know. If I, know. Just picture this. So like I, I I I I had known Sierra obviously like through through Ryan, but just like virtually. Like I'm just like oh her bo- This is her boss. Like in my mind, I'm like okay, Paloma, you need to be on your best behavior because this is like Ryan's boss. Like you, right. need, to, you need to like you know like be perfect right now so I was just like oh my gosh like am I doing okay like I just she's just so nice and I hope she likes me you know like the whole like when you meet a girl for the first time so I'm just like and I it just couldn't have been more perfect and like you said I think that we met each other at like a perfect time in our life and it just it felt like it clicked and it was like wow I wish we would have known each other in high school it would have been so much fun right (laughs) yeah yeah and and the other thing so I, I pulled them aside right to have this talk and I, I figured you guys were interested because you guys had tried to do two extra before. Mm-hmm. Right. Which you guys should talk a little bit about that.
0: I think, you know, like a lot of people, there was like, we're in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? You know, like we're at home, like we're bored. You know, we, we were in each other's like little pod or whatever, like to see each other. And we were like, we could really do like a thing. We're already doing it like yeah. in real life. Like, why don't we just make, make some content and see how it goes? And it re- went really well. You know, all of our friends were, like, super into it. Um, and then, you know, like, things you just kind of...
1: Yeah, and I want to touch on how, like, it, it was a time where in the pandemic where it was so nothing was going on and you were yep. set to think about like, okay, so what do I want? What do I need to do to get w- somewhere? And that was kind of like, that's when TikTok originated and you could see these people just getting right. traction and becoming like getting an audience. And you're like, okay, so I love to do this. What am I like? How do I get involved in there? And I had always tried to do this YouTube thing too. Like I, Ryan has been doing YouTube. You've been doing YouTube longer than I have. Yeah. Which what, is what was the year you started doing YouTube?
0: I think it was 2014. 14 or 2015. Yeah. Yeah. This
1: girl has been doing YouTube for a hot minute. And then when I. I was going to say, actually, Ryan was doing YouTube when I met her and. There's like old rehearsal vlogs from shows we are in that I'm really? mortified over. Yeah, we should go watch them. We should. We should. Oh, we should
0: watch your old YouTube videos. Like yes. That'd be so fun. No. Oh my gosh. Delete.
1: And it, <laughs> right. so, and then I, it was before the pandemic hit that I, I, I had moved out after college and I had a roommate that also was working like at E News at the time. So she's very like spunky, and I was like, okay, here's my time. We're gonna do something, and we had like two girls, one teacup, you know, like we were just like <laughs> pass around this little teacup that had wine in it and just chat about it, but. you you know schedules and just it's just so hard to when not pandemic and you all have other things to do mm-hmm. and we just it never hit you know just like when you try a project and it just didn't stick and i was like but i obviously love entertaining i love people like making people laugh and then i found ryan and i was like okay girl let's get it i know again. i finally
0: came back from new york and we were like okay what are let's oh yeah you you,
1: you finally live in the same city as me so right that had to happen
0: and then uh two extra was born um i love that name i love her that's truly like Our baby, I feel like, and maybe she'll make a reappearance at some point, but the (laughs) videos live on the internet. Y'all can watch them. We
1: were driving, like, in the car, like, spitballing. What was it called? And we're like, something, like, two. Like, we're just so much. And then it was, like, two extra. There's two of us. How genius. (laughs) And spelled, like, the number two, of course, you know.
0: Right, right, right.
1: But, um... And then obviously how projects just kind of fizzle out yeah. and just kind of realizing that you to get an audience, you have to do what's trending. And then we found ourselves not being authentic because I'm like, why am I doing an Amazon haul review? Like, I don't really want to do that that much. And so, yeah. you know, it just
0: this was but like having that conversation with you and the three of us like reignited like why we wanted to do two extra yes. in the first place.
1: Yeah. And it ended up being well, and because I had had Sierra unfiltered. The right. podcast that I had started with my friend Skylar and was so much fun. It was like one of the just most genuinely fun projects I've ever done. Like every time we sat down to film together, it was like I was so excited. It was so fun. Right. I was like, oh, my God, this is like a filming. I'm just sitting down like drinking and hanging out with my friend. Like right. Such a blast. Skylar decided uh, in June 2020 that she wanted to step away from the Internet altogether. She just wanted to live her life privately offline which of course I like fully support and she's doing amazing and we're still best friends of course um but the podcast stopped because of that Mm -hmm. and when we made our last podcast episode I had said like I do want to keep doing this I just don't know how and so I had talked about bringing it back in a multitude of ways with different friends with Steven with my dad like uh, there were so many things that I had thought about doing and it just never it never had that magic that mm-hmm. I felt like it had mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And when I had that conversation with you guys, and Steven really brought that to my attention, I realized that the merging of Sierra Unfiltered and Two Extra to make something new was, ex- you guys were missing what I had of like the, the platform, the audience, the infrastructure to create the show. And I was missing what you guys had of just like, Friends hanging out, shooting the shit, right? And so we realized, like, if we put two extra and zero Unfiltered together and make something new, what could it be? What a powerhouse! I know. I do mean, no, no, say for so myself. <laughs> actually,
0: wow! And now here we are, twenty yeah. whatever.
1: Twenty whatever. We, let's talk a little bit about the the name. Yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. Because we went mm-hmm. through at least a dozen names. Yeah. Started with should we just keep it zero Unfiltered? Should we keep it Two Extra? Should, and, and then we started going through all these new names um, and we landed on 20 whatever. Do we want to should we tell them some of their names?
0: Yeah. The one that we like almost chose before 20 whatever was called the group chat.
1: We actually we loved the group. Chat. We loved it. We reserved the name on Instagram. Yeah. And then Jess started digging and realized that there were two podcasts called The Group Chat. Yeah. That were completely different than what we were doing, but still. And like, like regularly name. posting. So it wasn't yes. like an old, you know, something. Yeah, yeah. It it was enough that we were just like, you know, let's go in another direction. And we needed something to really just like that. We needed
0: to stand out. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah.
1: Agreed. So then the idea we had was write that down. Because whenever <laughs> we were filming the like, uh not practice episodes, but like the... The trial episodes before we did the whole relaunch. Um, we all the time, and even off camera, just like hanging out. If, yeah. if someone had like a really good like sound bite or like sentence, we would yep. be like, oh my God, that's so good. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah. Why didn't we go with write that down? I can't remember.
0: I think we were looking like to see if there were other like podcasts or even just like other channels with that name. And there was one, but it was really like, Writer focused Mm
1: -hmm. Yes And it was like It was about like uh, It was like literally Yeah Yeah.
0: And we were like Yeah I guess like and then we kind of circled back, like, "What's our content kind of be about?" Like, yeah, that's like fun for us, but like, what does that actually mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was between those two. Write that down in group chat, and I think that we just gravitated more towards how group chat felt with us, and then we kind of just like, yeah, we, we just kept saying, "Write that down." Yeah, but we're like,
0: group <laughs> but chat, we group had, down. we had twenty whatever on the list almost from the beginning. We just yes. like,
1: oh, also the original name we came up with in the Jacuzzi at Big Bear was, do you remember? No, recovering theater kid." Do you remember that? And then we decided not to for two reasons. Number one, we didn't like the idea of recovery and kind of making light of that. You know, like, but the joke being that, like, we were theater kids and now it still like affects our lives. Right. (laughs) And then also we didn't want to alienate the non theater kids because. Trust me, our theater energy is it's enough, a lot, yeah, right? it is apparent. Yes. Right. I don't think we need to put it in the name. <laughs> and I think
0: we also didn't want to niche ourselves. Yes, that and, was the other thing too. And yeah. that's
1: why we came back kept coming back to twenty, whatever because we were like, what is this podcast about? What are we about? Mm-hmm. We kept going back to this conversation we had in Big Bear about how each of us, we are all all three of us are twenty six. We all grew up in the same town. We have a lot of the same interests. But we are in such different places in our lives. Mm-hmm. Me having, you know, a family, a daughter. I got married pretty young. Very much being in that stage of my life. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in that part of your 20s where you I, – I have the urge to keep saying, oh, I just graduated college. Uh, that's a lie. I graduated <laughs> over four years ago. I need to stop saying that in interviews. Um, <laughs> recent college grad, a lie. Um, well, I also think define recent exactly. Oh, but which, by the way, the kids that like graduated during pandemic, you guys really are just like, I just graduated. Co-. Well, you know, it just like has <laughs> right. been so much time. But um, I'm still in that part of your twenties where um, I'm trying to find the correct footing to be established in my career, oh. and I feel like I'm dipping into so many different things. For my quote-unquote work, like creatively, I'm a social media manager, but I also like to create content for myself or TikTok videos, YouTube. I'm auditioning for TV and theater, and I'm still trying to figure out what exactly is actually fueling me and what lights me up and where do I want to pour my whole cup into? Because Mm. for a long time, I was like, I just want to do acting that's all I want to do and then I started getting into other projects and I was like I love editing videos I love creating this kind of content and so I'm like wait let's take a step back and what is it that you actually do so I'm at that part where you're like in a job so I'm social media managing so it's like still around the vicinity of what I want to do but like a step away and how do I become established in something that I want and I'm really excited about Right. Mm-hmm. um I have not lived in the same place for over a year since graduating college so I'm like Oh, I want to establish roots, and you're like, "Girl, where you have had a new apartment every <laughs> right. single year?" Um, but I'm still, I'm living with my best friend and my boyfriend, so it feels like like a sitcom. Like it, I, it does. It's not the odd couple; it's the odd thruple. It yeah, is. It, it, it really is. is. We had a friend come visit us in LA, and was like, "Is it like always like this?" And girl, Ryan's like, "Oh, girl, you yeah. you can't even imagine. Like it's just." It's- like, that's where I'm at. You have more than one roommate. Maybe it's your boyfriend. Maybe it's your best friend. And then, like, the three of us are starting to agree, like, maybe we should become a fur baby mom. So, like, that's where I'm You're at. you that step. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to be finally responsible for another uh, human living thing. Not a human. Not a human. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. You're getting a human? Yes. <laughs> a human pet? Well, you know when you just, okay, fine, not human. It'll be a fur baby. Yes, I'll, yes. Uh, yeah, you know.
0: Another living thing. Yeah.
1: No, and, I, and you know, you got to get the approval of like all the roommates, the boyfriend and the right. best friend's got to approve. But I think Ryan's pretty good for it. Oh, right,
0: girl? Um, I'm ready. Let's get <laughs> she, like, let's get it right she's now. She's so ready to become ready. a dog mom. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Every
1: day she's like, come on. Are like, you ready? Just get it. What are
0: we waiting for? <laughs> but you know, big, big things. big things. I feel like I'm at the point in life where I'm in the kind of 20s where you truly, you just want to be happy. You just want to show up, show out and go home smiling you know like i just want happy to be happy and i and i am in the middle of trying to figure out what makes me happy and like what i'm doing just to do like you know like i think there's a part of you that does things because you think that's what you're supposed to be doing especially in your 20s like Mm -hmm. i have no idea what's going on also we're in the middle of a panorama like (laughs) i don't it let's add that on top of everything else like it feels like it truly feels like second puberty. Like you say yeah. it all the time, but like that's what it feels like. And you're also like, right, friends with someone like you who has a family and like living in a home. And I'm like, am I? is that what I'm supposed to be doing right
1: mm-hmm. Well, and you know what's so funny is I think we all look at each other and think that the other people have it so much more together than us. Right. <laughs> like I remember I, when we were having those conversations in Big Bear, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And you guys were like, oh. Uh. Yeah, Ryan, and you're are the like, one who's supposed to have it all together, right, and I'm like, right. actually, I really don't. I yeah. really have no idea what I'm doing, and I feel like a fraud, and I feel I have this horrible imposter syndrome. I feel like I can never get my footing, but I look at you guys. I'm like, you guys are doing it. You're living in L.A. <laughs> you're auditioning. Right. You're going out. You're you're ha- like having fun. You're really like doing that in your 20s. And I think it's this this kind of idea of everyone else has it figured out except me.
0: I feel like, too, it's really hard with social media because it's kind of just like thrown in. Everyone's life is thrown Mm -hmm. in your face. Mm -hmm. And that's not even intentional, right? I mean, sometimes it's intentional, but it's hard because normally you just catch up with your friends like you're having a conversation. or You call them or you text them or whatever. But now I'm like, oh, you just had your family photos. You just got engaged like you're just doing all of this and it's constant yeah. And so I'm like, I just posted the fourth food pic in a row <laughs> at the bar. <laughs>
1: and they're like, guess what? We're engaged. I'm like,
0: oh. yeah, mm. yeah,
1: mm. No, I I do definitely catch myself like scrolling through Instagram and you're just like, wow, you're already me. How do you even have a house? Like and I think that, right. that actually like subconscious just not knowing where I'm like trying to check myself like. Are you on the right path? Like, are you doing the right? Like, they just bought a house, Paloma, and you're like nowhere near that. Like, maybe you need to reevaluate some things. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, wait a second, take a step back. And you're like, okay, that's not my path. Like, wh- I don't even know where I would want to live. And I right. think that's the problem is that there is this idea of like one path of your 20s. You go to college, you graduate, you meet someone at the end of college or during college, you get engaged at the end, then you do this, then you do that, then you buy the house, then you get the dog, then you have the kids. And right. it's like, you do this, 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 and then you die right right. that is not reality right Mm -hmm. that is there is no one path and there are advantages and drawbacks to every path and if we are all holding ourselves to this one unrealistic path that we're supposed to be on no one is going to feel like they're doing the right thing right Right. and it's also like it's giving really american dream oh my god and like
0: help that whole situation in general but like That's what it gives, right? You go to school and then you get the dog and you do the thing. And it's like one big happy family. But like, first of all, not everybody's trying to have a family. Yeah. Not everybody's trying to buy a house. Like some people are living in the city forever, like doing the thing. Kind of my vibe. And I
1: honestly think that just buying a house is like so daunting for me because I'm like, I live in L.A. and the rent is like insane. So just like in my brain, I cannot comprehend how people are Buying houses. We're also millennials. What? That's like not even like realistic. Oh yeah. Well, when we bought our house too, it was like a a stretch for us. Like we were like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like this is a big stretch. Right. And thank goodness we bought when we did because we would not be able to buy now. Oh Oh my god. Right. Didn't you move here
0: right Right before before the pandemic?
1: Literally the day that we got the keys to this house is the day California went on lockdown. And you know when we bought this house, we were like, (laughs) I know, we were like. Should we back out of escrow? Because that's when the pandemic started of like Mm. the market's going to crash. All of our money is in this house and we are going to lose it. Oh my God. And it was like a really scary thing to do. And now I'm so glad we did because housing prices have gone up so much. Right. Like we have it was such a great investment to buy this house. But then it was so scary. And now how are how is anyone getting into the housing market? Let me know if you know a guy who yes. No, for I real. Have no idea I mean, even like that. the
0: rent prices have gone up yes. so much. We
1: left. I mean, Ryan and I left our old apartment to yep. the new one because they uh, after the pandemic ended, quote unquote. Right. Um, they were like, all right, well, um, we're actually going to raise the rent eight hundred dollars. And I'm like, w-? and by the way, we're going to start charging for the amenities now.
0: It was like, we're going to up the price and nothing is going to change. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. Except the rent Except price. Like for they were crazy. charging us to use amenities. Yeah. Why are you charging me $100 to use the movie theater? That is an amenity. Is that, that, that not what I pay for? Right. Isn't that, it
0: what? was so crazy. LA. You know, yeah, crazy. Crazy. five
1: years ago when I rented my first apartment in La Jolla, one bedroom in La Jolla, which is like a, a pretty expensive area because it's a college area. Do you know how much it was? $1,100. Oh. And I thought that was expensive. I was like, I would do anything. I'm more. about to throw this eleven hundred dollars. Granted, it was an old apartment; like, nothing was updated. But like, but it was still it was a nice, Jolla? yeah, La I was Jolla. Like, yeah, it's oh girl, I know.
0: Giving beach,
1: yeah. And and <sighs> and I really was like, gosh, this is so expensive. Rent is crazy, and now people are like, oh yeah, I pay four thousand dollars for my for one bedroom. One bedroom, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, with like no updated utility, like with nothing, yeah. like straight up bad situation
1: how do we allow ourselves to like go through that thing like if we know like we're here chatting about it we know that that's not realistic so why when i'm scrolling through instagram am i so surprised like you will ca- maybe you just catch yourself i don't know like i think no. it's that thing of like giving advice to other people that you would never give to yourself of, right. like, to, like we're so kind to other people in a way that we aren't kind to ourselves like Oof. you can tell other people all day like There's no timeline on life. You are doing you. You are the best you. You are the best you you could be. And everyone (laughs) has their own timeline. And then to yourself you're like you effing idiot. (laughs) What are you doing? What is wrong with you? And I, I think a big thing for me has been like trying to give myself even a fraction of the like kindness that I give to my friends and family. Yeah. Of like why would I be so mean to myself when I'm so like giving to the people around me and I think we all need to like do that when it comes to life stuff yeah you know I think I'm on that same wavelength because like honestly it was like I think it was two months ago Sierra that I was like I think I need to give myself more grace because I would never speak to my friends that way or like anything like that and I'm like why do you have all these things and like Expectation, like expectations for yourself but like with your friends you're like you are literally per- I don't I would never and I mean that honestly it's like I would never change anything about you you are doing fantastic sweetie yes. but with me I'm like you are useless yeah. yes and it's not even saying it it's thinking it thinking I would never it. even think about someone else in like that way yeah, of being right. like what are you doing da, da, da. but with myself it's it's yeah. bad yeah, yeah yeah do you think it's because with other people there's a consequence if you were to say that because with yourself you're like well i gotta live with myself what's the consequence sorry you were saying and i was like brain blast write that down down down. (laughs) also like
0: yeah we're 26 right but like we're only six in adult years yes
1: when ryan said that i was like because that's something that you've said to us before i'm like I have never thought of it that way. I am 6 years old in adult life. Like Give I me
0: some slack. so no, I don't know what's going on. No, I don't I'm not like married or have like I don't know what bills are. I <laughs> like I have no idea what's going on. I just got here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm new. I'm new. I am fresh out the womb practically <laughs> of adulthood. Basically, I'm literally googling 401k like like that's where I'm at (laughs) y'all but one of the things that we really liked about the name 20 whatever is like you know it's it's a, a play on like the whole 20 something thing like we're 20 something we're 20 whatever all three of us are in those different stages of life but how do you bridge that life gap and keep those friendships when it feels like everyone is doing something different right and that like for me I have friends who are also moms but I don't want all of my friends to be in the exact same stage of life as me right i like having friends who are in different spots and like your guys's friendship is so valuable to me i don't want it to just be like well we don't have anything to relate to anymore right we're right. so different
0: well right. that's i think that's the other thing too it's like in like, like like in layman's terms like we shouldn't even have a relation like a friendship because yeah. like what are you doing that i'm doing and vice versa like we're, what do i have we're to in offer completely, completely, different completely different stages yeah mm-hmm.
1: And, and I think bridging that gap is the is the reality that we are all still in our 20s and we still feel the same way about things. Yeah, like right. Like you said, we were having that conversation like Sierra, what do you mean you don't have everything together? Ryan and I are looking at each other like, what do you mean she doesn't have anything together? Oh, God, we're all doomed because if you're Sierra, who right. has who I in my mind, like
0: like has it all has it together, together, doesn't have it
1: together. Oh, we're all doomed. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, and I think that we're all. But if we're all doomed, is anybody really doomed? Exactly. Uh, yeah, if everyone's exactly. super, no one is. <laughs> if everyone is in a shitty it headspace. It's true. Then exactly. And, and that's what and it, and and you start feeling telling yourself like, oh, that's not normal to not be doing that. And you're like, no, it's normal to not know, to be trying to figure it out. And I feel like we're all just kind of taking turns, pulling each other back into the boat
0: you yeah. know yeah. yeah that's how Damn, i feel with my good.
1: friends i really because we're just like treading and trying to get mm-hmm. around and do the thing and you're like okay girl i gotta throw you in the boat yeah, like, like doggy
0: paddling like tired flopping
1: like a fish i am a magic carp i have yet to evolve into a gyarados throw me back in the boat i'm getting back on the ss
0: no right it's it's actually that and once you have conversations with people you realize that we're all here together.
1: And it makes you feel so much better. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay. Because it's it's one of those things where, again, with social media, we're only seeing the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And if we could all just kind of have these conversations, it makes us feel so much less alone. Right. And that's what we want this podcast to be. A place to have those conversations for us and hopefully some of you to feel a little bit less alone in that. Yeah. Because we are not, girl, we're not, and here's the thing yes like ever you're
0: special and like love that and that's what your mom says but like <laughs> our our situations really aren't that special and if you just talk to somebody about it like odds are somebody is going through the same thing you're yes. going through
1: it's it's giving exactly what, like is like trending right now on tiktok where it's like do i even have my a own single exper- unique experience exactly nope. there it, is, there there it, it is. is and you're like you hear the someone tell a story that is like so insane and then you see people in the comments like yup me yum, literally me, me. and yep. you're just, yep. like Oh wow. me. So, yeah. Me. Yep, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and I think the thing is too, I I I right now am very aware that I do not have it all figured out. But when I was like 18, 19, like freshly just kind of getting out on my own. Oh, I thought I knew you it. You can tell
0: her nothing. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> I was the smartest person who have ever existed. I every experience I've ever had is unique. And I have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. Like truly. And I just I believed that. And now getting to be (laughs) Mm -hmm. in my mid to late 20s. It's the perfect way to put it. Taylor Swift lyric. How can a person know everything at 18 and nothing at 22? It's exactly that. And that's how I feel. T. Swift said it best.
0: Yeah, she did. As she often does, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Always.
1: Always. <laughs> she is you never wrong. We may not have it figured out. No one does except one person on this earth. And her name is Miss Taylor Allison Swift. <laughs> <Yes>. Not
0: Allison.
1: <laughs> that's her middle name. Yeah. I love that. That's so cute. Yeah.
0: Taylor Allison Swift.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's really cute. You
0: should be on the podcast, T. Yeah,
1: T. Swift. Come over. And please I'll talk to us about you in your 20s because girl, help me feel <laughs> like I know what I'm talking about. Right. But I, yeah, I think I, it's that thing of realizing that actually I, I have no idea what I'm doing and I am questioning everything I ever thought was true. Right, right. And questioning your thinking. Like I got to a point where I think it was during the pandemic where I was like, I think it was like 24 when I started thinking, well, why do you think that? yeah like, mm. like for a long time it was a matter of fact type of thing yeah. like I believe this I think that but obviously all your thoughts and who you are is developed from when you're younger and your parents mm-hmm. like up until like you're mm-hmm. seven or something mm-hmm. like everything that you believe of yourself and everything is what your parents taught you yep. and then you leave college and you're like all right well I did the whole college uh, but personally I was like all right graduated from college now what I had a, ma- a manual up until this point mm-hmm. and then after that I'm like now it's really up to me my mom's like well do what you love and I'm like What do I love? (laughs) Well, this is crazy. Right. You're like, who am I? Yes. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I guess I really don't know who I am.
0: And then that's when also when you start figuring out who you are and what you actually like, what you truly believe in and all of that stuff. That's where like friendships come into play where you get to pick them. It's not the kids in school. It's Mm -hmm. not your neighbors. It's people that you see in real life that feel similar, similarly to you and Believe the same things, you know stuff like that. Like that's like chosen, chosen family, chosen family. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I I'm so interested to hear your guys's answers to this because I thought of this when P was talking. When was the first time or the first big thing you can remember where you deviated from your parents' handbook of the that your this is the way the world Oof. is. This is what we believe in, what we do, and the first time that you really went is that is is that the only option? Is that the way it is? Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to think on that. Give me one second. Okay. While we think about it, do you have one? I do. I have a big, like, big one that stands out in my head. And it was when I was in seventh grade and Prop 8 was going on. Mm. Oh. Um, and I had just always, I grew up in a pretty conservative area. And I had just always kind of gone with what, you know, my community said. And never really thought too much about it. And But I grew up in theater. So I was around a very diverse group in my, like, extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Prop 8 was going on, there was two girls that I hung out with in my PE class. It was like the three of us were a little trio. One of them was Mormon and one of them was like a theater kid, bisexual, very like social justice, like conscious person. Right. Um, And she, I remember, was getting in an argument with our other friend about Prop 8 because our Mormon friend had been uh, protesting on the corner with her family that weekend. Mm. And she had seen her and been like, what are you doing? And she was just like, well, this is just what my family believes is right and true and da-da-da-da. And I was just kind of watching. And I remember our friend, the one who was, you know, against, well, yes, against Prop 8. Yes. Because for Prop 8 was the ban on gay marriage. Said, Sierra, what do you think? And I had never thought about it. I had truly never thought about it because it didn't affect me. Right. And I remember thinking, well, yeah, of course, gay people should be able to get married. Like... The two men who ran the theater company that I did were gay and they were together. I'm like, of course, of course they should be able to get married. Duh. But I had never thought about it. Right. And that was the first time that I that was an awakening for me of like, Mm. wait, if this isn't true, if if I am against, you know, Prop 8 and I don't think that gay marriage should be banned, what else is wrong? What Mm. else have I been taught that is not actually what I believe? And so that that was kind of the catalyst. Like I said, I didn't really kind of get in too much into my own politics until I got to college. But that was the first time I said, well, let me look into this myself. And I started researching and learning more about it. And that was the, the first time for me I was like, I'm going my own way. And what's interesting now with being married to Steven is he grew up in a family that was very liberal and in a community that was very liberal. And so he never really had to deviate from the handbook. And so a lot of the times, because he and I believe like pretty much all the same things, um, when we're talking about things, he's like, oh my God, you know so much more about this. And I'm like, because I had to figure it out. Right, (laughs) right. I had to, I had to Outsource, outsource the handbook. Outsource the Mm. handbook, yeah. You're like other references. But I'm sorry, I asked a question and then I talked for five minutes. (laughs) Listen, so. Yeah, Love that. Hopefully that gave you the time. It, and it did. <laughs>
0: and it did. I yeah. think th- I can't remember when this was. I definitely was like young teens. I would probably say like anywhere between 11 and 14 where I was kind of taught about like modesty mm. and purity culture. purity culture. And I was like, yeah, right. Like we don't want to be like showing our boobs. Right. Also, modest is hottest, modest is hottest was like the <laughs> number one thing. And, I, a lot, you know, a lot of my church friends were like, Modest is hottest. And I was like, yeah, Modest is hottest. And then I was like...
1: But is it? I'm is <laughs> it?
0: Like, it could, can be if that's, like, your vibe. But also, right. like, me wearing a crop top or me wearing shorter shorts. One, I'm 14, so let's... uh." Whose eyes are we trying to avert? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. That's n- that's no. the issue. That's um, that is actually also, the issue. Also, can we talk
1: about the fact why was it modest is hottest? Why is it about being hot?
0: Right. Like that's kind of
1: disgusting. No. Yeah. Like, why? Why is it like? Oh, if you want to be hot, be modest. Right. Like, shouldn't <laughs> if it was a religious thing, shouldn't it be like you should be modest for your heart? Not right. No, right. No. Right. I, I completely agree. Sorry now that you know that you no you right bring that up. Now I'm like thinking about it like that is pretty weird to it's be, like, weird if you want to be hot i'd be like why are we trying to tell the 12 year olds to, to be, be hot? hot exactly going on? Maybe oh,
0: they gosh. meant it literally. If oh
1: yeah more clothes, you're, gonna you're gonna be gonna sweaty hotter. girl you right modest you're right i'm gonna i modest. am gonna take
0: it like that that is weird like why why number one why am i being policed on what i'm wearing mm-hmm. again i'm 11 to 14 like it's not that deep let's relax and also and I knew I was like this is weird because you're telling me how I should dress around adults like no one is even talking to me about like other boys it's like you don't want to wear that like this is like a crowd full of men I'm like the issue was not lying with me Mm -hmm. like this is weird but like you don't talk about that and it and it puts the fault on girls or women or whatever to feel like I have to cover up for everyone else's sake.
1: Yeah. And what's the Bible verse? If your eyes offend thee, pluck them out. Yeah. Not if the eyes offend thee, tell them to go put a turtleneck on. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Like very that. And and I and I also ha- had conversations about like breastfeeding in public. Mm-hmm. That was like a really big like you don't do that. Like there are like men. I'm like they shouldn't be looking. Right. Well, yeah. they are. Well, okay. But they shouldn't be. Like why is it? Why are you faulting these people who are breastfeeding in public? Um, you're the one sexualizing boobs that are quite literally um giving life doing what they're there right. to do and if you have a problem with it you need to avert your eyes or you need to seek help I don't know mm-hmm. right that was like a really really big for me and it's so funny now because like when I do drive drag- I'm a big fan of a crop top I love a cleavage moment a little last cheek you know <laughs> and it's funny because that was like so not what the vibe was and probably uh not shouldn't have been, but, like, definitely not something that I thought that it was going to be. And, like, mm-hmm. it's – I don't do it for other people. I love to wear that stuff. And I'm a big um, proponent of, like, wear what you feel the best in. Yeah. And, like, just feel good. And if that's a turtleneck and floor-length jeans, then wear, wear that. The wear the Wear what it. makes you feel confident. Mm-hmm. I think that that
1: is something that I has just l- – brain blasted in the brain recently i was like (laughs) trying to figure out what i wanted to wear and i was like "Ah, how about like what makes you feel confident and whatever that means and that's what i'm kind of been running with also like we're literally all naked under our clothes like (gasps) we're wearing clothes right now of varying coverage (laughs) but underneath it we're all naked naked so like who cares you know what
0: rupaul says we're all born naked (laughs) and the rest is drag
1: (laughs) and the rest is drag, baby. Uh, P. Oh, yeah. I, going back to what Sierra said about like going away from the handbook. And that's kind of what I want to re- like use it as. Because I think that that's kind of also what my mom thought, what she thought was right. Mm-hmm. So I grew up Catholic and my mother was taken by the hand to the Catholic Church. So was I. And along what comes with that is just like no sex before marriage. I was like told pretty soon that my mom was like, listen, like if you have sex, you could get pregnant. And that is not something that we condone considering you're young, yada, yada, yada. But the main point was my mom would kind of hint like, but if you were to ever get pregnant, I want you to tell me because we would just uh, make of what it is. Like we're not going, to, we are not going to abort the baby because we are Catholic and that is against our religion to do so. Hearing that was just kind of like, okay, like I was not even sexually active or anything like that. It was just something that stayed in my mind until I got a little bit older and was like, wait a second, it has to be someone's own choice, and you can't be telling me that we are going to have this baby because I got pregnant. There like is that, no we, well, that's Yeah, there exactly is what no there say. is no we. And when yeah, and when I grew up, I actually and which I still do, and I'm so glad that my mom's willing to learn that I educate her and and explain to her why other people think uh, certain ways and why I think that mom, like, obviously, it's up to their own choice. Like, you can't say, like, Paloma, you got pregnant, so we need to have this baby because I know you'd help me. And that's so amazing that I'm so privileged to have you wanting to help me, but that's not up to us. So it was just me saying that to her and her being like, oh my god, like, what do you mean like what do you mean that's even like a option and so obviously Mm. educating her and explaining to her why it's a woman's choice she was like no you're so right like how am I to expect that of someone else or and I just like kind of opened her eyes and educated her and give her the statistics and give her stuff like that and she's like wow you're right and I feel like I'm rewriting the handbook that is so good rewriting the handbook I think my my teens were like deviating from it my 20s have been rewriting it um, and that's something that I think has actually helped me get a lot closer to my parents is they have been very open to um, kind of this sounds like so pretentious but like allowing me to to educate them a little bit mm-hmm. on things um, and like talking to them about what I believe and they're so open to like changing their viewpoint mm-hmm. and both of my parents have been like very receptive to that and I feel like we've really been able to grow together and especially my dad like he always is so calm and just like so like what do you think about that and like why do you believe that and I feel like we're able to have these really civil discussions in which a lot of the times I have been able to change his mind and that I think has brought us a lot closer and a, a thing that really meant a lot to me was a, a, like six months ago Stephen asked my dad like what was your favorite stage with you know Sierra and her siblings like because we're going through all that now with Grace of like oh you know this stage is so fun but then that stage and my dad said now is his favorite Mm. and like that just that hit me so hard he was like special "It, it, it is and he was like now because they challenge what I believe and they educate me and like we have these amazing conversations and that meant so much to me to know that like not only do i value that but it's mutual like my right. dad does and, too. and you probably feel just so heard
0: yes you know I and do. i think
1: that that's the biggest issue with th- these three topics that we're talking about it's if we were able to have a civil conversation of really just listening we would all be much more understanding when it comes to like topics that are like not by the handbook or whatever
0: yeah i know? think that's what i was going to say like it's so special like it it must feel so special to be able to talk to people who essentially like told you what it was like your parents tell you it's not a conversation this is right. what it is this is what we're doing because yep. you don't have a choice you're a child mm-hmm. and then you grow up and to feel like they're hearing you yeah and treating you like an adult and not like a child like that ha- that has to feel so special
1: yeah and i say all the time you know we're steven and i are doing our best to raise grace in a diverse accepting inclusive household For the first five years of her life before she goes to school, this is what she knows. We want to give her a firm foundation. My ultimate goal, my ultimate hope is that someday Grace can turn around and say, Actually, Mom, that language that you're using is not really what we say anymore. Actually, Mom, Mm -hmm. let me tell you about this thing. That she can go out into the world and rewrite her handbook a little bit. We did the best we could. But I'm sure there's things we're getting wrong. Right. Right. And that if... If she can someday come back to me and educate me, I've done something right. Oh, that was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. That's and so imagine true. imagine
0: the relationship and the yeah. closeness and the friendship that will create between you and Grace. I hope. Well that but that yeah. that like that's what separates parent, child, right? When the child grows up between like friend and friend. Like we can be friends. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I think and and I think I've been able to have those kind of debates with my parents now that I've lost a little bit of my like anger about topics. Mm-hmm. I and it was justified, right? Like in my right. in my late teens, early 20s, I was so passionate about these things. And I still am, but I was so angry. That I, like, I called my uncle a bigot over Thanksgiving dinner when I was 19. Like, just straight up. Like, right. that. I can't have a conversation with him after I said that. Like, right. I'm not going to change his mind. Right. I did nothing there. Right. I, I did nothing. And so, I think now I've been able. And we're we're going to do a whole episode on, like, lessons we've learned in our 20s. And that's a big one for me. So, I'll just keep it kind of surface right now. But I, I think learning to, like, step back and be like, how can I educate instead of just yelling has mm-hmm. been big mm-hmm. and it's hard because these things are they do make you angry like Roe v. Wade getting overturned and having these conversations about abortion it makes me angry right and like you know if when things are going on with like LGBTQ rights it makes me angry yeah but well, at the end of the day I have to go what's my goal on having this conversation and I, I, what you're saying about that anger and I think I'm gonna try to not cry when I say this but <laughs> it's you just feel so much sadness that it turns into anger because you're like, I can't even believe that you feel this way. Yes. You know, and you're just, you're not angry. You're like at the at the root of it. And I think that that's what happened when, when Roe v. Wade got overturned. I was like so angry. Like I could see red. I was just beyond myself. And then I was talking about it with my boyfriend and I was like, at the end of the day, I'm sad. Like, it's sadness that has just so much sadness has turned into anger because what the heck? And I feel like I have to shout to get my point across. And that's something we don't know when we're 19. We're just like, you're 19 years old. You're just like, I know what's right. And that's true to you and your heart. And you can't even believe that there's like this hate in this world, right? But it's just, oh, you just get so filled with your emotions. And Mm -hmm. now we're at an age where we're learning to eloquently speak on it and
0: mm-hmm. communicate and communicate
1: yeah. and also going what's what's my goal with this conversation right because just calling you a bigot probably isn't gonna accomplish my goal right right, right. like maybe you are being a little but, 19, but, but, but like right. I, I, I can just keep that to myself but 19 right. year old sierra probably was like guess what i know that this is right and i'm gonna say it yep. so you know yep right you know
0: yeah yeah Oof, y'all, well, i did not <laughs> expect
1: this episode <laughs> to go here but that's no. I mean, whatever yeah 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 and that's yeah that's what conversations sound like when you're in your 20s one second and, i'm yep. talking about the kardashians and the next i'm like can you believe, can you believe this it, it's so true and it's i think i i love what you said about rewriting the handbook because it is not written it is not done mm-hmm. we are right. in the process of rewriting it in our 20s yeah and i don't i can't even imagine life past my 20s right now like, what is rewriting the handbook in my 30s and 40s going to look like? You guys, I have heard, like, being 28 is so different from 25. Like, you know how we feel at, like, 22 is, like, so far oh, so off. so different. Like, 20, who, I don't know who is 22. Paloma at 22, don't know her. Jeez, <laughs> right. so much has happened, and that's not a long time, but, so when I hear people that are 28, 29 that are like, oh, when I was 25, I had no idea. I was like, Oh all right, so a lot of what I'm going to say is going to change pretty often. I'm going to be continuously rewriting this handbook. Yeah. I think that's just so true, right? Like, we don't know what we're doing. Um, and as soon as we get it figured out, we have another thing to figure out. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, exactly. So like, right. it just, it never ends. It never ends. You know? and, but but I think we have to kind of stop thinking, like, at this point, I'll have it figured out. Mm-hmm. Because I just otherwise, need this one
0: thing to happen, and then I can really do the thing. Otherwise,
1: yeah. we'll always be chasing it, and we'll never be happy. Oof. that was a good mm. one, Sierra. Oh, sorry, good to go, get it a little deeper. <laughs> got him, <end>. got him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is a good place to wrap up the episode. We've been yeah. talking for a while. Yeah. Um, we are going to be now posting weekly episodes. I think every Wednesday, right? Yes, That's what we said. yes. Wednesdays, be looking out. Um, and we are going to go record the second episode. Right after our postmates. Yes. So. <laughs> yes, we have to take a
0: lunch break. Definitely let us know in the comments what other things you want us to talk about or like yes. anything. We will, we have ample amount of words. Yes, so. please.
1: And also let us know how old you are in adult years. Because yes. when you were saying that, what I thought was so interesting, right? I think everyone enters adult years at a different time. I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily at 18. Yeah, I think they're starting from twenty. It could be twenty, or there could be someone out there who had to be the parent in their family from when they were twelve. Right? They may have been. They may only be twenty and feel like they're eight in adult years. Right. So, like for me, for me, I think I think nineteen or twenty. I think when I moved out of my college dorm and got my own apartment, that sweet sweet eleven hundred dollars a month. (laughs) Yep. That was miss her. That was my like. I, I am kind of uh, a baby adult. Yeah. Not a full adult, baby adult.
0: I think mine was 22 when I moved to New York. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Me too. I, I absolutely think after 21, after college. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So we're just little baby adults over here. Yeah. I'm okay. only four. I'm, uh. I mean, I'm five. I'm, I'm six. <laughs> I just learned how to ride a bike. I'm getting the, in the <gasps> kindergarten.
0: Yeah. I, things take those, are
1: happening. Take those
0: tricycle wheels off, um, yeah. baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for watching and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>